What's going on, everybody? You've got the Cardboard Coaches here with your boy, Coach Go. So friendly neighborhood cartel is here as usual. Yeah, in a different spot. And uh, not only are you in a different spot, but we've also got Brian off the hop, Mr. Rocky Mountain Baseball Cards, right? You, you got it, dude. Not sports oh. cards, uh, oh. cards, Rocky Mountain <laughs> Baseball Cards. Just baseball. Yeah, cards just with baseball. Not, not with a Z. Cards <laughs> <No>. with a- <laughs> and team, today we are talking about... Uh, about 9,000 different things. And (laughs) I mean, not 9,000, but I mean, it has been an absolutely crazy week in sports cards Um, for PWCC. We've got tops announcement. We've got, uh, and we're also going to be diving into SGC. We are going to be talking about uh, the, the play that everyone seems to be quietly talking about or hesitantly talking about, but there is definitely chatter about it. And uh, honestly, I think we're going to open up with it as, uh, you know, Brian, I wouldn't say he's an expert, but he's definitely putting in the work with respect to, you know, figuring out comps for SGC. And he's actually done a few, a few subs now, correct? Yeah, definitely. I've, I've done some bigger subs in the past and some, some smaller ones the last couple of, you know, last month or so. Amazing. And um, so let's talk a little bit about SGC. We just saw Honus Wagner close for the, I mean, the highest selling sports card of all time. What was it? 6.06. It was a, it was an uncomfortable amount of sixes, to be honest. I was like, Whoa, we're getting close. Yeah. It's getting scary. (laughs) But uh so we have that. We have the, the PSA shutdown. We've got, you know, BGS at what seemed to be outrageously high prices based on some of the return. Um, and it's, I mean, for 35 bucks a card, it seems like SGC is the play, at least for, you know, some of our, let's say, cards that we wanted to flip, you know, relatively quickly. Um, yeah. So first of all, let's talk about, you know, what kind of things are you submitting to SGC? um your experience like let's go for it man yeah so to me it's just kind of about opportunity and options and you kind of touched on it but when I look at you know the PSA Express with $200 a card there's not a lot of cards in my in my budget that fit that that I'm purchasing raw yeah you know back in the day when we could open packs of cards for 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 a uh, you know, a retail, I could pull maybe a Tops, Tops Chrome, X-Fractor, Tatis. That would be something I would do. But now if I'm buying a raw card, I got to, in my mind, I got to buy a card that is to justify sending it for 200. My, my, my threshold's like 500 bucks. Yeah. You know, and for that, then you're taking a huge gamble because it's got a 10. And, and, and with PSA, I know, People aren't um, being really uh, diligent in their submission process and they're sending a lot of shit. And I also think a lot of people use those huge bulk sub guys. Yeah. And they, all those bulk sub guys, a lot of them require or uh, provide options. We'll we'll wipe your card down. We'll review it and send it for you. And that works great when they can do that. 
But if they're getting as much as they're sending, if you think about it, can those guys do that great of a job doing that for, say, I don't know, 100,000 cards a week? You know, if they're getting that much volume. So I just think the quality control of people sending in their cards has not been that great. But with PSA, um, in my mind, changing a little bit the way they grade, that's a huge gamble for 200 bucks a card. Yeah. And I wonder how much of it is, is the fact that like a lot of the cards that the graders are seeing are probably like, imagine they see like a hundred Tatis a day. Do you know right. what I mean? I feel like they yeah. have a lot more to compare them to almost. And so mm-hmm. like, even if they're not deliberately changing their, their grading process, like if you have a freshly graded pen that day and you know, it looks and there's a bunch of beautiful nines, but like, it doesn't look the same as that 10. Do you know what I mean? I just think like, yeah. like the more frequently it gets submitted, the more options they have to be like, okay, well that might've been a 10, but like, this is, this is our new, this is perfect. Like this is like, right. And it also comes down to like what their, their margin is now for like a 10. Like, is it, is it like a, a BGS a black label? Is that what we're giving tens to? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, have they bumped? And I mean, I honestly don't know. All I know is when I send in my subs and I get them back, cards I think should 10 don't 10. Uh, some cards that do 10, I don't think should 10 because yeah. they have a flaw that is pretty, in my mind, considerable. And then aside from that, I've, as we all have, we've all bought 10s and you get it and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cartel's got experience with one of these, right? Well, I mean, just beyond my own personal experience, I saw someone yesterday posted um, a, a celebratory uh, post on their Acuna Jr. bat down. And they mentioned that when they sent it in, that they noticed there was a dog marked, uh, a, uh, a dog ear marked corner yeah. on the back and uh, came back to 10. And even the fact that, again, I've always told people that my understanding is that the 10 may not be you know, on a molecular level, perfect, but yeah, yeah. you know, has to pass the visual test. Yeah. And sometimes you don't see that and in our recent express order. I had that happen where I, you know, I told co that I would have been comfortable receiving nines of every card that I sent in, in a six card order. Um, that was my prediction. And, you know, yeah. they did throw in, they, they threw in an unexpected 10 and I feel that, you know, it really is dependent on your overall submission. Yep. That concept of not wanting to leave someone with a completely bad taste in their mouth. And I think that may be a real thing, potentially. Um, I don't like getting into the whole concept that, that they're whipping the graders yeah. and reminding them every day to give out more eights than they usually do. Yeah. I just yeah. think that there's so much going on at PSA that it's kind of hard to believe that there's that sort of initiative going on. Um, so it's an interesting thing. And I was someone like with experience, like uh, Brian is saying that that's what they're noticing in their orders. That's probably something to perhaps take note of. Uh, Co and I are still waiting for our big orders, our value orders to see, because those would be my first orders post, you know, what people are pointing out as yeah. the turning point for yeah. PS. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but, you know, your adventures with SGC are certainly inspiring us. Cause uh, so some of the cards you sent in, Brian, so that the, the Otanis that you had, those Chrome yeah. retro anniversary rookie cards are a great yep. example of cards you want to move during this hot season for, for Otani. And you're not going to send those in for $200. No, right? no. I, I think, I think even with, even with the 10, that again, you're not going to be guaranteed. That's still mm-hmm. not the best play. Whereas sending them in SGC, it's say 
30, what is it? 35 bucks. 35, yeah. Yeah. You a lot more margin to play with. Right. So I saw that as being a, a useful option uh, these days when you, when it's not something that you necessarily want to send in for a $200 express with PSA. And exactly. SPC again, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say exactly. It's an option. Yeah. It exists. Thank God. Right. There's, I see people going to CSG, trying SGC, and that's cool. Obviously, I like to see people go with some of these companies that do have some pedigrees. Yeah. CSG's been grading stuff for a long time. They're the masters of the comic book. SGC, and again, you know, when it comes to the Wagner, I like seeing a classic card like that in the SGC capsule because SGC has always had that reputation going far back that yeah. they're, they're vintage guys. Yeah. Is, have they kept up with that in terms of who represents them, who their staff is? I don't know, but I firmly remember in the late 90s and the early 00s, SGC was the go-to for vintage. Uh, mm -hmm. Vintage cards looked good in there. They had that reputation. And so therefore, you know, seeing a Wagner and an SGC is, is not that surprising. And, you know, some of the younger, newer people in the hobby start to criticize that. They're, they're, not, they're not realizing. They, there's this concept that SGC, because they changed their logo where they changed elements of the, of yeah. the slab is a new company. They are not a new company. They've yeah. been around a long time, well before Beckett. Yeah. Right? yeah. So. There was a, there was, there was a comment on, I don't know if it was Brian's post or it was an, uh, another post about the Wagner where uh, someone was like, I wonder what that would be in a PSA slab. And I was just like, man, like, uh, is it just that ingrained in people's brains? that like that, it's yeah, and, PSA, 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 like. And a vintage SGC going in, you know, there's no guarantee. Like people are like, oh, it, you know, that'll be like a lower PSA grade or maybe on par. Maybe PSA will give it a better grade. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. Right. But yeah, there is like Co was saying, there's PSA on the brain, man. Like PSA is, is established now via social media, via, you know, the hype. Yeah. As, as the greater um well, and the thing i hate about that argument now though is it's really kind of stupid because i get it back you know a year ago six months ago i could kind of understand six months if time is of the essence to you but you know when all cards cost 10 bucks to grade why would you send a modern card to sgc you know i mean unless it's just for personal taste and, and that's what you collect i get it why would you send it there Right. But now when you look at the the way things have shifted in the last three, four months, I mean, it has changed. So when people still say that SGC is for vintage, I'm going, you are, you're kind of really stupid because, and I, I mean, I guess that's a, a pretty blunt way of putting it, but, yeah. <laughs> but you're not, I mean, you're, it's, it has nothing to do with vintage now because one costs $30 to grade and the other costs 200 and it's almost an all or nothing grade. Yeah. So, so trying to say that now SGC, it doesn't matter in my mind, SGC is going to become the card for the grading company for flippers. I, Anybody I that's think... trying to pump out volume and time and. Well, yeah. and uh, it's it, coming it, down to, it's coming down to cost availability. Yep. And are you going to go with one of these brand new companies or a company that's been around for a long time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just, uh, I just think the reason why people were thinking or saying that it was mainly for vintage is essentially because there was very few examples of, of a modern card in yeah. an SGC slab. Because as you said, like, why would I go SGC when, 
not only the bump for a PSA slab is so much higher, but also like they were pretty much the same price for so long. Right. And even if you, if you talk about like express, I mean, and I mean express like six months ago, even uh, when it was yeah. like 75 bucks, I mean, I'll take the 75 bucks and for the sure higher bump up versus, yep. you know, paying it was 35 or I think it might've been 20 for SGC, but regardless, right. Just to, yeah. at the very least the searchability, that mm-hmm. gets it sold on eBay. But I find that, you know, if you search certain players' names now in SGC, yep. uh, especially big name players, you can find plenty of listings now. And I think that's what it's going to take in order Definitely. to re- make them relevant in, in the modern market, right? And so I think over the course of the next probably six months, you know, if, and I don't see PSA group or uh, value coming back until honestly early 20, uh, 2022, because I mean, based on what we have sitting there, it doesn't like, it's just not doing anything. Um, and what I, and what I will say is this, and to kind of challenge that a little bit, it's not even necessarily SGC. It's the player in the card. Yeah. If there is a hot player in a hot card, people, it's the same thing with when I was talking about when people buy a Bowman's best autograph compared to a first Bowman, when a guy gets called up, they don't want to pay the two times premium for a PSA 10 when it's super expensive. So what they will do is they will go to the next best thing, which would be an SGC 10 of that same card. I mean, you saw this with the uh, 18 Bowman Chrome number one Otani when that thing hit 1500 bucks, $2,000. My brother bought Tyson bought a, I obviously kind of pushed him, but there was an SGC 10 listed for $300. That's crazy. On, on, on eBay. He bought it by the time it got to his house in five days, he listed it and sold it for 900. I was going to say eight, 900. Yeah, for sure. And in and, and that, that was just purely the player in the card. Yeah. And I mean, it didn't take him long to, like I said, he sold, he sold it by the time he got it to his house. I mean, that's probably, I mean, and that's an extreme example of a of success. Yeah, they obviously don't work that way. Yeah, 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 of course. Right. But it's, it's in the case of a very hot player, right? Yep. In, a and, in, a, in a hot period of time, right? Like, yep. um, but if you, if you know how to prospect, you know how to evaluate, you pick the guys, you pick the cards at some point, you just got to be patient and wait. And if so, you have that luxury, the thing I love about SGC is what we learned so much with PSA, the timing is so crucial. When, when you miss windows to sell cards, it can kick you in the nuts. Yeah, right. so, you that's know, true. We, that's 100% true. It, and, and with SGC, at least that factor you can, you can capitalize on because you literally get them back right now. And let's hope it stays that way in three weeks. If you send them yourself, if you don't use like a, a second party submitter yeah. or something like that, it's quicker. And at my, my door to door, I've gotten them back in, in 20, like less than three weeks. It's wild. Now, is it just the tens? Are you seeing like decent markups on nine fives and nine? Like, have you gotten any nines back? And See, are you, are you listing them buy it now uh, or auction? I've sold plenty of nines. Okay. Um, so, so I, I had done some bigger submissions back last year when PSA got backed up and I think we all did this and we all kind of got burned by SGC a little bit and they lost some momentum that they could have had because they, they weren't ready and their right. submissions took months. Yeah. 
Uh, they also doubled their prices too. And, and then yeah. right, they doubled, yeah. but but you know they got that figured out. But yeah. so I had some nines sitting back from that, and I would say that an S like so I sold a no number short print Vlad SGC nine for like eighty bucks, and a PSA nine was like ninety or a hundred. That's not bad. So it's not. I mean, that's not horrible. Yeah, I've sold tons of that, and I mean, I made really nice returns off of that. Yeah. And then, and then with nine fives, right now a nine five is like twenty five percent more than a PSA nine on a good day. Like more 20, than a PSA. More nine. than a PSA nine. Really? Yeah, about twenty five, fifteen to twenty five percent. That's not bad at all, actually. Well, no, considering if you know, like I said, it, it just if you spend two hundred to grade and get a nine, that's going to kick you in the nuts. Yeah. If you spend 30 to grade and get a nine five and it's worth more. That's what I mean. Yeah. Than a nine to me, like in like, you know, cartels, that's just an option. So and and with a 10, depending on the card, it's 55 to 70 percent a PSA 10. So I mean that's not the best, but if you have a good card that's valuable and you got it at a great price, to me it's worth uh, sending to SGC and not paying the 200 bucks to PSA and kind of knowing what you're going to get with that. Cause to me, they've been so consistent yeah. with their grading. Do we know uh, the percentages? And by the way, I'm, I'm behind on this conversation. And again, uh, I, I haven't done enough looking into this because okay. I'm so old school. I'm stuck in the one to 100 SGC. No, no, that's scale. Cool. But is, is an SGC 10 more, uh, abundant than a BGS 10 pristine. Yes. Or, so, yes. so they are. So it yes. is. Yep. So they you do really have are, gold. They do with, have gold labels though. Cause with Beckett, right, right. With Beckett, yeah. you, you're really, what you're hoping for is it's exact a, gold label nine fives. Yeah. What yep. you're, what you're considering gravy is any tens. Yeah. And then there's the, the hopeless dream that I don't know why people still put themselves through it trying to get a black label. Yeah. So with SVC, you're hoping to get a stack of nine fives. Is that you're, what that is? You're hoping to get, I think a 10 is, is, is not like oh, unreasonable. No, you, are, you are actually hoping to get a stack of 10. Yeah, it's, not, un, it's not unreasonable to get a 10. I see. So, I see. So, yeah. like, so like an example, like, you know, I pack pulled these. This is right. a, a gold cup refractor Otani. Uh, I wanted tens on these. I hit 110, 195. Uh, this card here, this Bobby Witt. Let me. That the auto you uh, you subbed? Yeah. So like this card right here, I knew this would not PSA. Well, I didn't think it would. It's got a dimp. I've got, I've got plenty of PSA tens with dimples. Yeah. But it's got a nice noticeable dimple down here. Uh, and, and my hope was, is that I would nine five that I see. and I spent $30 and I got the nine five. So I saved 170 bucks and this is better than a PSA nine. So, right. I mean, it, and, and that's pretty simple to do. Uh, some people still refuse to do it, but I think it just depends on what you got and what you're going for. Like the cards today, I cracked all these. Yeah, I saw that. I cracked all wow. of these monster nines. This is an X Fractor out of 199 PSA nine. Uh, back yeah, down to Cunha. You're documenting that whole journey. You've cracked the whole, them out of nines. Yep. Yeah. I cracked all these monster. I mean, they're they're not all monsters. I mean, a bat down to Cunha is a monster. Yeah. <laughs> a, two, a 499 Bowman Chrome. 
uh, Tatis refractor. That's, I mean, some of these are big, big ass cards, especially for me. And my goal here is because where I bought them at is a PSA nine um, and how I acquired them to send them in for thir- like, I hope I get nine fives. Yeah. And if I can yeah. somehow hit a 10 on like, and I'm not going to lie. Some of these do have like, like this. I think this will nine five. Uh, this I think may have a shot at a 10, the bad down Acuna. This one, I think will 10 the image variation Otani. I love that one. Yeah, and I pulled that out of a blaster, dude. And like I said, I sent that to PSA. Uh, took for, and I have no idea. And that's the thing I hate. Yeah. I we, but I have no like. I'm like. You don't get to see that sheet that explains things or 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 the yeah. subgrades. And I just have no. And I'm just going. What? I've looked the thing over so many times. Yeah. I cannot find a fucking issue. And saying, and, and so I think this will tend. So. And to me, for 30 bucks, if I can get 25% more uh, for these cards for $30, I'm going to... Yeah, oh, for sure. Especially because, like, it's... They're significantly more than, than yeah. you know, like, so the Brian, $30 do, do grade. You believe, do you believe PSA is, in any way, shape, or form, purposefully enacting some sort of plan to lower their grades their, that they're sending out so as to create this situation where the, the population looks more manageable and attractive. Do you believe that this is a function of a new rotation in the roster of graders happening, yeah. getting settled in? What do you think is really going on? What's the main thing that's happening? I think it, it could be happening at all. Yeah. I think it could be a little, so here's the funny thing. And it's like, is this coincidence, but this keeps happening to me. So I just did a, I got an express back that took a year and it was 20 cards. And the two cards that I really wanted to 10 were 2017 Bowman Chrome, Ronald Acuna firsts. Right. That card had a 90% gem rate. Right. Okay. Yeah. I have sent in four of those. I'm 0 for 4. Wow. Okay. And you oh. are, and, and you are picky. You are someone yeah, who knows yeah. cards. Yeah. You're very picky. We've seen the, you post your process sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, I'm that super picky, tough. and I, and I'm going, how, <laughs> if this is a 90% gem rate, how am yeah. I 0 for 4? You know, and right. those were the cards, I, and then I had, it was like almost a 15 out of 20 tend, and of the 15, of the five that didn't, two were the uh, Acuna first, one was a uh, Topps Chrome Robert, and I forget what the other, but I mean, all my... All my uh, Gavin Luxes tend, all of them, all of the uh, uh, Dustin Mays tend, all like the shit that that like forty dollar cards. Yeah, like yeah. they. I mean, and I. So I don't know. It's hard, to, but if that that continually is happening, it just makes it really. Is it coincidence or is it? I mean, is there some of that? And then I also think, like you said, it's just new new standards new I mean, they yeah. say they don't have new i find that hard to believe i mean on on certain cards it's like there's nothing you can do any i mean even if you look at an acuna update rookie card the the base rookie card yeah there's already what twenty eight thousand. you can do whatever you want to do right now there's twenty eight thousand out there yeah, yeah. all yeah. you would be doing 
all you, in my opinion, all you would be doing is creating a scenario where collectors would, we have so many means of getting together these days, right? Yeah. We, we, us three are getting together here. Yeah. People yeah. will be getting together at stores and they'll be sharing these stories. Like I can't seem to get a, a blue Jersey PSA 10. What the hell's going on? Yeah. And you'll look at people. I always tell people, you know, take your eyes. You know, some people's eyes only go to the label. Yeah. 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 The card, look yeah. at the card. And if none of you can explain why these nines are coming back nines instead of tens, that doesn't make sense because that's a high gem rate card yeah. that already has tens of thousands out in the market. So, yeah. And I just don't PSA just leaves. I hate that they don't have a nine five. They have half grades. Yeah, they have an eight point five up until eight five. Right. They and then they don't have a half grade. There's just so much damn subjectivity. Yeah, to implement they, that right now would just be nuts, right? Oh, so they man. would people I just people can't brain stand. break. Yeah, I just can't stand it. I can't stand how but, much but subject- I'm all for I'm all for Nat Turner trying to create something here where look, the, the concept is they are using a four subgrade matrix the yeah, same right. way Beckett's Beckett's putting it on their label. Can I ask See, you something real quick about that Beckett label, if you don't mind? Yeah. As someone who's pretty experienced with it. So I've I've seen a card. I've actually seen several where let's say one of the subgrades is a, f- a five okay, and the so, other three are nine fives. Right. And the, and the, it, the, the card says seven. Yeah. Or no, no. One of them was a six and then the other three were nine five. And then the card said it was a seven by my math. It should be an eight and a half. This is an old, this is an old, a conversation that gets more complicated every year, especially when you get your hands on slabs where, where the formula doesn't fit. Yeah. But you're right. It's confusing. My understanding was back in the day, it was supposed to be, you cannot be, you take the lowest grade, right? And you can't, the overall grade cannot be more than 0.5 up from the lowest grade. So it doesn't matter if, you know, you have these other high subgrades. And I once saw a whole page printout of the weight that they put on each subgrades because there there have been there have been ex- exemptions to that rule. Really? But on, on most of like modern hockey, that's what I'm sending into Beckett. It follows that rule. You'll never if the card is three nine fives and an eight five, you can only get a nine. You can't get the nine five. Really? Um, but if it's nine and three nine fives, you're gonna get the nine five. And also the funniest thing in the world is when people have a pristine and they, and they, uh, they brag by saying I was 0.5 away from a black label. No, yeah. you, you weren't point. No, a black label is a black label, which means yeah. they're all tens. So yeah, that yeah, yeah. makes no sense. But, um, but I was going to mention CGS comic books and okay. I know for sure CBCS does this. That's the comic book company associated with Beckett. You literally have this, like, um, you know, that, that matrix that you can scan and, and it will take you to the website and give you the information about how they graded your comic book. And I believe CGS also does that. Really? So is there no way that I'm pretty sure. PSA I mean, I, can implement yeah, like we talked about forward, before. They should be like I, a print. Imagine, imagine you can scan the back of the card and they'll say, look, uh, there was a soft back right corner or there was a small surface scratch, right? But we're talking about a company that doesn't even upload pictures. Like, see, um, man, SGC sends you like um, 
literally JPEGs of your cards before you even get them. Like they scan them. They're on the database, exactly what they are, how they look, and they send it to you. Right. So like, there's a few things that like, you just, you're like, you're the biggest company there is. Why, why aren't you doing these basic things that like you realistically should be? Because I mean, and we, we, this transitions perfectly into some of the bullshit where like when people start trimming cards, yeah, it's very apparent that like this card has been trimmed because like it was this before, you know what I mean? And now it's not. And like when we talk about a, a PWCC, I mean, the drama, be, but, like PWCC, PSA, they've, they've had a lawsuit against them. You know what I mean? And now PD, PWCC mm-hmm. has officially been, I mean, not kicked off eBay, but they've been prevented to post anything further to my knowledge. And well, they're, um, they're, gone. They're, they're off the eBay platform. They'll be using their own platform. Though. Yeah. I mean, they still have listings um, I've checked, but before yeah, I go into biggest... kind of rant, I want to yeah. hear from Brian. No, yeah. you're good. But some of the, like, but it's a good point, but there's just so many conflict of interest between people that are connected to other people within the hobby that can use their connections in grading companies That's to it. max, you know, to maximize, you know, and it's not regulated. So no there it's just that, a that's total... where we've been it's where we've been it's where we're at and where it's right. continuing to head it is a a large it's a consortium of people that are it's kind of a big circle jerk if i may use that term yeah yeah and it's, and it's becoming closer and tighter each day and yeah. that's why i i don't think some people who are celebrating the nonsense don't get it uh, most of them who are are already in it and right. friends with those yeah. that are in it which is this past week, by the way, you know, it's, um, I don't want to mention big influencers by name because by the way, none of them, any, none of them, I didn't like, see a it, single person calling out that BWCC. I mean, I've seen a single person, but like there, there none of the, some, like, there were some, but any people like, that you if, want, if, if I'm happy with someone calling out PWC, the next day I'm going to find out they're, they're boosting something else that's suspect, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's just a game at this point, but, um, but the, 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 that's why I don't want to use like uh, specific influencers names because I, I, there's no one I want to shout out right now to tell you the truth at this point. But um, he mentioned uh, this past week showed us a lot about who individual people are. And that, that one person said eBay versus PWCC. This is in my opinion, a bullshit narrative. The best content I saw during the week was from Ken Golden in one of his chats. Yeah. On yeah. IG. yeah. 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 His live. Like, are you kidding me, man? eBay is this multi-billion dollar organization. And you think they're going to, without like consulting lawyers, they're just going to come out and they're going to talk smack. Slander. Yeah. Dude, they, they, slander. They, they're a publicly traded company. Do you know what I mean? Like they Let have me tell you shareholders. Something. eBay, eBay acts in their best interest. Yes. And I think they saw a fire and they wanted to get the hell away from it. There's from the FBI you know. investigation into like PWCC. And again, like, blowout blowout forums in late 2019 it all went away it all went away so and the funny thing is people uh, people that follow me in any capacity saw all my anti-pwcc posts for like a year yeah and then all of a sudden i got a shout out when i was on the live with um with uh some of the lebron uh who are these guys the lebron guys yeah 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 because i happened to type 
that I understand that any bad news is bad news for the hobby. And then they shouted that out. And I'm like, you know, that makes it look like I'm supporting PWCC. Yeah. That's what stops people from talking about this stuff, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Because if something bad's happening, I think about my old, my own stash yeah. is going to suffer. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, at the end of the day, like being, you know, being like forward and straight about what's happening and confronting it and trying to improve it, in my opinion, is the much better play. I agree. Just continuously, we've buried it so deep under the carpet. The carpet has this big bump on it. It looks like a dead body. Yeah. Are we just going to keep doing that? Well, because like, think it? about like how many of those comps are built off of like, like fake comps. Like, like you're talking like, let's say a month creation, of fake comps are of just comps. like padded on it's, top of each other. It's the ability to manipulate the market by driving a price up, then dumping a ton of what you have in the inventory, creating false comps, like you said. Yeah. And and the people that are benefiting from this. Like, what if the whole market is artificially inflated? I mean, like, I mean, obviously, if people are constantly buying, like, it it can't be, like, realistically, that can't be the case. But I mean, like, those are... All of our perception on what things cost are because of comps, though, right? Like, it's because of, like... Maybe maybe Brian can also relate to this, but, like... A lot of times when I'd go into completed listings, say six months ago, you'd see this, like, let's say I'm looking up an Otani card. All of a sudden, this PWCC comp is like $100 more than the other three. So that's right. why anyone with a brain should be looking at an assortment of the last three to four, depending on the date, right? Yeah. And it was so clear to me the PWCC comps were out of whack that I wouldn't just accept that unless it was the only one available, in which yeah. case, yeah. you know. And, and I think that's the best route to go is to to take an app. I mean, I asked that one time knowing what I would say, but curious to what other people would say and the happy that the majority of people said that they would take the average of card sales over the last 10. You know, I like to look at the last 10, if it's a high volume sale, uh, it also has to make sense. Like the Bowman Chrome Otani, there was some definite um, pumping of that. That was very evident if you looked at the sales, um, what was listed, what was selling on auction. Um, some of it was real. I think it was 50-50, but I just, with the PWCs, and the thing, the other thing is, is that they're creating their own platform to sell cards. Yes. So right. I think eBay noticed that they were going to potentially lose them anyways. So, I mean, I don't think eBay, because if eBay wanted to be, They'd get rid of probe steam. They would get rid of. I, think, I wouldn't doubt it if they're next, man. I'm, I'm they, like, I. Well, that's if 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 eBay wants to show they're I truly agree. trying to, they would create a way to uh, penalize non-payers, other than just. Uh, I mean, it, they they could do a couple three simple things. eBay could if they wanted to really strengthen the validity of their of their platform by allowing people to give feedback on non-payers giving like a three strike policy not just it's easy to get a no strike it's easy it doesn't really limit you from very much if anything yeah you know it 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 just it it allows some people to who uh make that a criteria you can't buy their card that's like it's a slap on the wrist it really does not so if eBay wanted to really, like I said, strengthen their platform, they would get rid of the other uh, bad players. We all know who they are in similar style to PWCC. And they would create, but 
I just think eBay's greedy, just like the rest of them. And and if sure. and if but, they but, do that, they're going to lose massive revenue share. Um, so I don't know. The the, the fees the fees are terrible uh, these days. Oh, yeah. But again, um, when it comes to eBay, in my opinion, I I I, I want to have these conversations about yeah. eBay. I just yeah, yeah. I'm tempted to want to separate them because by putting them in the mix of this conversation, it almost does feel as if it's like you're giving leeway to PWCC. There's no and leeway. the funny thing is all this information has come out about quote unquote shill bidding. Yeah. Now, first and foremost, they are not- I'm just going to stop you right there, Cartel. And I agree, but eBay allows it to happen. Yeah, well, I was about to eBay's, say- And yeah. it's eBay's platform and yeah. they have all the power to, yes. pro- to, to prohibit that. Yeah. So that's just, that's why I'm just putting that out there the way right. I did. And by no means is what, whether it's true or not, because remember it's an allegation, Yeah. Um, whether it's true or not, PWCC is not the only shill bidder on no. eBay. Um, my most recent bout of like very literal shill bidding in an auction I won, I ended up taking it anyways. I didn't care. So they pumped me up a hundred bucks. You know what? That is the nature of what goes on a lot of times in the hobby. Show yep. bidding is rampant. I don't really fully understand how eBay can control it. What bothers me more is that they don't, sometimes they don't even reply when you try to report it. It's very difficult to report it. You're, you're often, you're often tripping up over your own words when you're yeah. typing out a report, trying to explain <laughs> to them what yeah. happened. You're like this person with what, with yeah. what, one thing. The guy with zero you know? slipped in and then they, and then they retracted their bid yeah. and I ended up the winner. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, it, 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 there's a lot more eBay could do to protect sellers in those situations here's my thing no one wants to talk about you know the fact that if you look up pwcc's monthly negatives they average about two a day and now someone's gonna someone's gonna come yell at me and tell me oh the volume is so big dude i don't care this new platform pwcc is gonna have that their own platform is not going to have a section where people can give their negative stories or negative feedback. All the, all the, 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 the success stories. Like, right. And Brian, um, and again, okay, before I put this out there, because again, I, I can't just be that I'm the world's most unlucky collector. I have never received and I buy multiples, right? I, I, it's very yeah. rare. I just buy one card from PWCC, especially because of shipping. I'm always jacked up. Yeah, they're always. Why am I having to put in the extra effort to get out the cleaner and clean these slabs up when I can? Because some of them are missing pieces. Yeah. When, right. What is so incredibly difficult for a multi-million dollar, hundred fifty, two hundred million dollar company to put sleeves on a slab or pretend that it's something other than a frisbee? I I don't get that part. Is that just the fact that people are working there are not truly collectors, or what? What is that? Like what? Just willful carelessness i don't know it's uh it's funny because like when i i mean we know that like i just got back into it i mean at least like full time like about a year and a half two years ago and i I think i bought something off pwcc i mean without even knowing initially my like one of my first things i've ever bought and i remember just having such a bad taste in my mouth after it because it was like scratched up and It like didn't have a, uh, there was no cardboard or, you know what I mean? It literally just came in like a bubble mailer and they called it a day and it traveled overseas and beyond. And it was like a shoe print on it from USPS. And you know what I mean? Like, and that's the stuff that you can't really control the USPS stuff. You know what I mean? But if I'm paying $40 a ship 
come on. Like it's got to look like you put in a little bit of effort. I know bubble mailers cost about three bucks uh, and that's me being really generous. Um, you know what I mean? Like uh, they're probably 20, 30 cents if you get them wholesale. If you get and, them the right uh, way, yeah. There's just, yeah. it was, there was nothing, there was no love behind it. So I'm like, why, like, I don't understand why all these influencers are so like, this is the because best place to sell your they're, shit. They're interconnected, well, just like course. cartels buddies, They're buddies, they're getting deals on listings. Yeah. Of course. They're, they're, you know, they get percentages when they promote, um, you know, it just, it, it, the thing about it is, is we all know the inefficiencies within the market. I mean, they're very evident. At some point, it, 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 at some point, it will change. I don't know, you know, at some point. I mean, it, it's just and like getting we're still to make doing so much money. Now? Like we're doing a What's watch that? party. We're doing a watch party for a company that was like exposed as a shill bidder like three right. days ago, four days ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, have you, do you see that? Yeah, it's crazy. I was like, what? why are we doing this? Why? What the hell are we? What's happening here? Yeah. And, and just for in in the, all the nonsense that you hear, um, that kind of just filters down from big accounts to smaller accounts to smaller accounts to the masses of people, you know, and how people run with that and 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 use it as like it's truth when it's totally subjective and there's really not a ton of truth to it or very little. Uh, at some point, because there's so much money in cards and there's so much volume and it's becoming this. You know, there's a ton of press on it. I mean, it's a market. I, I, it's like a, it's, yeah, it's, it's, some it's a market. Is, that, the government's going to get involved. They have to. It will become, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I don't know. I I really don't. But at some point, there will there will be a, uh, regulations imposed to try to clean up all of the fraudulent, illegal shit that's happening on a you know, daily basis within cards. I agree, so. honestly. And I, Cartel, we were just talking about how I, we wouldn't be surprised if like there was government regulation on cards. Like, honestly. I mean, like, I, I feel like regulation is something that popped up. Like um, there was a conversation about like, you know, at the beginning of the year where, uh, you know, when it, when the big money, the really big money started flowing. And, and I mean, I guess you can apply it across the spectrum of the collecting world, right? Like, the distribution, yeah. the pricing of new of new yeah. material product. Um, how about this? How about the fact that a lot of the people taking part in breaks and razzes on Instagram are young children that are yeah. underage? And what about the fact that isn't buying a pack essentially gambling? Yeah, we know that it is. We know that it is. And so, of course, there's conversation about regulation. I don't know how that would be, how that would even start to get implemented or how that would go but of course there's that conversation that makes sense for sure and at some point the mark people it's just it, it will mature people will be get become more intelligent like i said i get the love for psa but the fact that the 10 dominates the market the way it does just pure like just stupid well, especially because of the subjectivity and that's like right. that's that's my thing and that was my thing like a while ago i was like yeah. it's not like every 10 is ironclad it's not like you look at it and you're like man this thing is immaculate it's like right. no sometimes it could be an eight you see people crack eight send them in and they get 10 sometimes and you're like yeah. how how is this the standard for the whole market if it's right. so subjective 
in, in the fact too much of a premium on that most likely well, yeah and the people that placed the premium i said it before were the big accounts that had ten thousand cards at psa they delivered the message then they got their tens back and they just pumped them out you know and the people that heard the message were buying them and that's just matured into because i mean i haven't been doing this as long as you cartel uh but i mean i want to say two three years ago a psa 10 was only like 1.5 x a true jam bgs 9.5 somewhere around there yeah like one five like one and a half times more now yeah. a PSA 10 is, we're getting close to three times. Three, three. yeah. You know, two, two, t- I mean, when we're talking two X on a $10,000 card. Yeah, and I, and I think, and another function of that is we, we you, re- you really have to stop and think sometime, um, sometimes. What are you buying? About how, how are many- you buying? Yeah. Well, right, well, you're thinking that, Brian, but yeah. there are so many new entrants into the hall. Yeah. Not just your average people coming into a store and saying, oh, I'll buy a pack of this. People with big pockets that yeah. want to buy, they want to buy the top stuff. They want to make the most amount of money. And they've been fed this information. Now, not only have they been fed the information and kind of guided as to what they want yeah. to be doing, but visually speaking, BGS put themselves at a bit of a disadvantage with the concept of the 9.5 gem mint. Yeah, and BGS I, I, did do that. Yeah, I see it repeatedly with newbies. I don't like we were very receptive of it as a hobby back in 98 when they started. Uh, I think primarily because it was like, oh, well, okay, that, that's that's an effort that they've taken to differentiate themselves from PSA. Yeah. And it's interesting. And um, now it's 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 kind of biting them in the ass because people see the 9.5. And I've gotten into these incredibly. Yeah idiotic circular conversations with people on Instagram where the guy's like, well, it ain't a 10 and it's a nine five. And I'm trying to explain that according to their <laughs> genesis, it yeah. lines up. And they're like, well, what's a BGS 10? And then I have to, that's when Beckett makes me start sounding weird. Yeah. Yeah. To someone who doesn't understand because now I'm like trying to explain to them that a 10 is pristine. It's very difficult to get that percentage wise. It's like 0.04%. So it's meant to be a, a, a put on a pedestal and black yeah. label even more so. And then they're like, well, there's no such thing as a PSA black label or And then it becomes this whole thing. And you have to admit Beckett kind of set themselves up for that. Yeah, when they, it definitely. To, they made when it, it look like to, the, the nine five is like three tiers below a 10. The human, the human eye sees a 9.5 and a 10. And they think and the they nine five is, number, yeah. you know, well, that just comes back to the the bigger issue with cards is, and I know people say it all the time, you buy the card, not the grade. What right. are we buying? Are we buying stock and grading company? Like, that's just what it comes down to me. I'm like, if the tenant, go buy PSA stock. I mean, I don't even know if PSA is a publicly traded no. company. No. And, and I don't know. But essentially, that's what you're doing. You're not even buying this. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're, buy, you're buying... The, the the fucking the case yeah you're yeah, buying, yeah, oh yeah you're buying you're, this you're buying thing. the label no you're you're buying the label yeah you know I mean? you're buying you're, you're buying the label yeah no i get it if there are and that's I mean, why people are faking labels and cases because right. they're valuable in themselves right so and i mean i get the argument of you know some cards in a 10 yeah those are if there's only three tens in existence or a hundred tens and five hundred nines i get that whole argument uh 
to, to the value of a 10. But when a 10, I just, again, it's just something that I can't, I can't comprehend. It makes no sense. And every time I've ever been in a situation with cards where I said, this doesn't make sense, I'm going to buy what makes sense. It ended up re rewarding me very yeah. well. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not immediately, but down the road, I, it ended up correcting itself. So right. my hope is someday this grading shit will correct. But until then, I love the fact that SGC is an option where really no other options exist. It is not right. so like if I sent in three cards to PSA, that would cost $600 minimum. Yeah. Unless you want to super just for the grading. And then, I mean, and that's just not the world I live in. And I, I, I mean, 30 bucks is expensive. You know, yeah. when I send in 15 cards and it costs $300 to grade them, you know, I, most of us collecting cards are not six figure people, yeah. you know? So I'm just happy. Uh, as, and, and again, whether people want to embrace them or not, at some point, the process will embrace itself and people will be like, I have to. Yeah, there's got to be makes, some. It, it makes my raw card more valuable. There's profit in it, and it is not going to lose me money like I could with PSA. So I just hope SGC doesn't get uh, greedy. Greedy. Yeah. And I hope they don't get overran like they did. My hope is just that they, they, they get it, they have it ironed out, and they can continue with the. 20 to 25 business day guarantee that is my my hope because they are going to become very popular just by necessity it's funny anytime i put up something on sgc i always get a comment like multiple comments yeah. hey i'm sending my first sub hey i'm really yeah. thinking about doing this can you give me some ideas can you give me some advice i mean every time and even guys that have sworn big accounts bigger than me uh I fucking hate SGC, SGC's trash. Then you see right. him put, you know, my first SGC sub. And so, that's why I and that's why I find it sorry to cut you off, but I, no, that's why good. I find it like really quite fitting that like in a in a week where there's so much market turmoil and so many questions and I feel like we're really kind of grasping we're trying to grasp at something to move forward with because I do truly believe that this this week, you know, there's going to be a lot of foundation laid this week that that moving forward you know it could be very different like to yeah. be honest like you know what i mean like you're not going to see pwc list bwcc listings flood ebay anymore you're not going to see those comps flood ebay anymore right so like you're no longer are you going to see 12 otani tents all at this on the same day right and one Brutal. of them goes for a 106 dollar actually they all go for 106 dollars when the market's at like 155 160 do you know what i mean like you're yeah. not gonna see that stuff anymore um same thing with like i mean we we haven't even really talked about the tops thing and we we don't have time to get, go into it but like you know moving forward like do we appreciate tops now that that fanatics is coming in and, and might take over you know what i mean like this so there's a lot of things there's a lot of questions after this week and i i feel like that's the that's the opportunity to start talking about like what do we want and yep what like what's the play moving forward but more importantly like why are you here you know what i mean like what are yeah. you doing here 
And what do you want to be doing? Do you want to be doing multiple things? That's fine. But like address that. And ultimately, like nothing is, is, is set in stone, right? Like, I mean, I truly, I do think that this week meant that nothing is set in stone. You know, even though baseball has been tops for 70 years, it's not anymore. Uh, Even though PWCC was, you know, allowed to shill bid and uh, up and down prices for years and everyone really knew about it and no one talked about it. Well, they're not allowed anymore. You know what I mean? So there was a lot of things that have changed. And uh, yeah, I just think it's pretty, pretty damn fitting that we're talking SGC right now. So we we got to wonder and worry how, just how many people are here to squeeze the hobby for as much as they can in the next few years. Yeah. If they have to leave it a complete dry husk, they will and walk away versus people who really love this hobby. It's given them value beyond financial value. We've Mm -hmm. spoken before about the mental health involved in having a a hobby that you love and are passionate about. So you want to see it continue to thrive. The question has to be, are the things we're seeing right now going to help the hobby thrive? And that's why we see so much concern. But and I, I think we will have to delve into the fanatics issue yeah. another time. But it really does start to come down to uh, you know that's that's why so many people are concerned. They're like they're, they're you see these people typically the people who are most excited have a very short term view, and the people that get concerned have a bit of a longer yeah. view of what of how this may impact things. Yeah. Right? What, what was your initial uh, gut reaction, Brian, to the fanatics news? My initial gut gut reaction was I, like you said, Brendan, it, there's so much change. I I did not like it because it leaves so many more. It creates more questions than answers. And with as crazy as cards have been over the last yeah. year, we yeah. have just continually to get a lot more questions. And questions aren't good when you're talking about money. And, and questions equals volatility. And nobody right. wants to be in a volatile market i mean so my initial reaction was shit we got more questions uh our card's going to be worthless you know because tops to me that's baseball yeah you know if if tops goes i don't want to see another baseball card that is not made by tops you know i don't want to see gone too right yeah, all of it. Yeah, it's all gone. We may, we may potentially see the tops and Bowman brands the same way, you know, Upper yep. Deck uses yeah. the old Fleer brands and things like that. We may see that. We don't know. Yeah, yeah right. They, they very well could uh, just have crushed the value of those companies and they go back and buy them for a fraction of what they were worth. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense. And they continue to use everything they've got there yep. and not create their own. But again, we don't know. And if I have to go buy Fanatics... 2022 baseball or i mean it wouldn't be 2026 yeah but like if i'm buying fanatics baseball i don't want it like i and i know i'm not alone i know thousands of people are want they want tops chrome they want bowman they want uh bowman's best bowman chrome finest you know so you know so i'm you know i'm not like freaking i'm not like Initially, I was just like, damn, thinking about it, I'm still a little bit more hopeful that we will still have our our brands that we love. I couldn't imagine a company worth that much spending that much is just going to destroy it. That would be really idiotic. Um, 
But I guess to end, if, if I were to, uh, just with SGC, what I love about them is they increase the value of your cards. First and foremost, uh, they're affordable. They're consistent with what my experience, they're consistent. They're not all or nothing because the 9.5 exists. And like I said, I would much rather have an SGC 9.5 over a PSA 9 any day of the week. Okay. I don't care, like, regardless. And with many of the cards that I grade, a SGC 10 is really the only way I can get them now unless I'm paying premium prices for PSA 10s. Right. And I don't like doing that. I only buy PSA 10s when it's undervalued or the player's undervalued or the card is. And right yeah. now... There's not too much of that. So SGC and the time, they provide time, which is what I've learned is so valuable to have your cards in hand ready to sell when you need to. And so I, I'm, I'm really hopeful for them. Amazing. For the future. Like real quick, I've got all this Anthony, Anthony Volpe. Like just stacks of first Chrome and Mojo, Anthony Volpe, and Sapphire and first edition. Yep. There's literally only one place I can send these cards. That's right. Yeah. There's only one place. I am not sending 35 to PSA. Right. I can't. No. I'm not sending them to BGS. I can't. Even if you sent them to PSA, let's say value submission open tomorrow. Like imagine how backed up they'd be. You know well, the, I mean? the like, value would it would still be a hundred a card. Yeah, I don't see it being. I, I do not. I think. See I think. I think fifty. I think. No. I think fifty. I don't think we will ever see PSA at you fifty a so? card. No. If SGC's thirty, I think fifty. I, I think know. three. I think they will be three times. I don't. I think if they opened at fifty, they know they would have the same issue. That's true. Right. It would they, be a little bit. Yeah. That's true. That, that they have right now yeah and, that, so and that's I, what I, and that's why i said what's the point because on the minute they open up they're they're screwed again unless right. they think that unless they think they built the infrastructure necessary to, to to field all that shit like unless they think that they've built yeah between the new warehouses like plural between the new staffing between the new like the whatever it's gonna take years i'm just gonna grading, cut you right? off it's gonna take years for them to yeah. be able to process the volume of cards it's going to take one of two things cards die and the volume is not there anymore which will drive down the price of grading or it will just by natural selection open up doors for people like sgc because right and psa they're they can't they can't grade them yeah look at where we're at like <laughs> yeah look at where we're at we're a year out dude yeah. yeah. And, and Nat Turner did, uh, Nat Turner in some interviews has mentioned, he understands the importance that, you know, there are collectors out there. They want to grade their very random cards or they, or they're building a set for the PSA registry and they need to have certain 87 tops cards in a 10 or a nine. Yeah. But, but, you know, he says, you know, we'll see how it goes. And it's kind of like, it's very easy to say that, but oh yeah, don't know if we're going to, how long it'll take to get to that point. I don't see him making any, um, changes that will be to placate those people yeah yeah that's think, just i mean that's just me he's it's purely i'm not like you said that's kind of lip service to appease them and to make him seem like he understands all the people and value in collecting right 
I mean, and maybe and, and, he in does. order for PSA to to retain their like ultra premium price, like like price for cards. I mean, it would make sense that the price of the submission was ultra premium. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like if like a by PSA default, 10 without without is, even intentionally doing yeah. so. You know what I mean? Like if a PSA ten is three X SGC ten. I mean, or two at two and a half X, that's at least going to be their, their value of, of charging. And if SGC is at 30, they're going to be at two and a half 30, you know? Yeah. So, and again, like I said, so like there's tons of people like me with hot prospects and hot cards that don't fit the PSA 10 model that by, by pure design and if they need to send them to SGC. Right. So whether they like them or not, it's irrelevant, Mm -hmm. I guess, is is one at the end of the day, probably more true than anything. Yeah. And and in the sea of potential options, I would just say again that it makes sense that you'd go with the option that has a little bit of a pedigree and has been around. Yeah. Which is not trying to take anything away from these new companies. Yeah. Yeah. We we need to see that process. We need to see new ideas, new companies, but it is what it is. It's, you know. Yeah, I love the fact. There needs to be a pecking order, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. How do you show uh, consistency if you've only been around for six months, you know? Right. So. I mean, and then you have the video, like the videos like we saw last week of like someone cracking PSA fours and then submitting them to HGA and getting like eight or nine, you know? like There you go. There you go. Five grades. Track record and there has to be that, that conversation has to come around. But here's, this is what I will say that's some goofy shit about PSA. They'll take a modern card. Like I've gotten some sixes on some modern cards with a fucked up corner, but I've seen some vintage sixes that are beautiful, beautiful. And I'm mm. going, yeah. this does not look like that. I listen, this yeah. has a dinged corner and that thing is, or that vintage six is like beat to hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like beat to hell. Cause it was, a, it's a vintage card. Yeah. like it's just more subjectivity and that's ultimately and that's why like i i just i mean i never understood it when i even when i came in i was like why do people like why are these why are these eights so undervalued like i mean i was like my my, my plate was like let's buy a bunch of like eights and nines and even sevens and like crack them and like see what's like see what's happening here and i mean i bought i, I bought a few that I, I i was cracking and we've subbed them and i mean it was supposed to be a cool little experiment that ended up being a year long, but uh, so we'll see what happens when they go, when they yeah. come back. But, but I mean, uh, that, like, that, I think that's a great, that's kind of the approach I did with the nines. And I, if I had eights, I'd do the same damn thing. I'd wipe them down. I'd prep them the way I prep them. Yeah. And I would send them and I would not be surprised if SGC gave them a nine. And that's not to say anything about SGC. And you right. know, like I, or maybe it is right. Like, and that's the thing. There's just so much subjectivity yeah. right now. It's crazy. If and someone left a thumbprint on a card, that's not SGC's fault, you know, yeah, or right. that's not PSA's fault that some jackass left right. a thumbprint or some fiber or some material on a card. Yeah. So, well, the cardboard coaches are getting their uh, SGC order ready. I do believe. Yeah. And Brian is, uh, is uh, one of the, um, the tour guides leading the way. Sure so is. Uh, it's good that we had this convo and uh, we kept uh, all the craziness 
to a minimum, although I'm sure we will touch on it in future episodes because there's course. some stuff we've not touched on. So Yeah, and, and I mean, we did take a little bit of a positive spin on this, though, you know, which is... Sure, yeah, this is better than just going right in, I think, into all this right? stuff. Happens, so. And also because we kind of let the, du- the dust settle a little bit. Because like yeah, we said, absolutely. there's a lot that's up in the air still, right? So Definitely. like, let's let the dust settle. Let's figure out what's happening here. And there then we go. can just jump down people's throats. All right, guys. Well, it's nice to see you, fellas. Thank you for uh, having me on. Always, Always a pleasure talking with you guys, man. Always a pleasure, Brian. Excellent. Yeah. Team, team I All hope right. you enjoyed listening. Coach Go out. Cardboard coaches are leaving the building. Later, fellas. Peace.